I'm real excited for today's show, everyone. Today's guest is a brain tumor survivor and then went on to be the youngest winner of NYU Stern's business plan competition. As you know, my story, overcoming a traumatic brain injury, when I came across this guest, I had to bring him right on the show. So Chris, thanks for taking the time to stop by that entrepreneur show. Of course, thanks for having me, Vincent. I think it's going to be a great show. And everyone tuning in, thanks so much for stopping by and helping do your part to make this a top 1.5% global show. This is going to be a great learning lesson episode as his business success hit early with Hotlist, which is a startup that acquired nearly a quarter billion people's social plans and then caught the interest of Google and Facebook. But when another business's underhanded dealings bankrupted his company, and an apartment break-in left him virtually penniless. Chris dropped from the high life to rock bottom. Today, we're going to talk a lot about his latest venture, Novos, the first nutraceutical company that targets the 12 biological causes of aging to promote healthy aging and extend the human lifespan. He's the CEO here. Huge accomplishment. They've already raised $3.15 million in venture capital funding, so stick around and get some tips on funding as well. This week's Spotlight Story to end the show will be another great article from Entrepreneur Online titled Eight Important Lessons from Leading Entrepreneurs, and then we'll get Chris's take on it. And before we kick it off, I do love to share that our show is sponsored this summer by TEDx coach Cesar Cervantes, dedicated to getting you on the TEDx stage, performance speaking coach, all the above. Be sure to scroll down in the episode description to find out his contact info and move the needle in your business. Chris, I know I mentioned a little bit about your story so far. What led you to entrepreneurship? It's a great question. So I, I think it was two pivotal events. Uh, so one was when I was young, I I wanted to, like from an early age, I wanted to start making money. I wanted a job. And so uh, my father, uh, at first, uh, to kind of teach me a lesson of, of how important it is to work hard, uh, he got me a job with his friend's company, which was a garbage company, picking weeds in the garbage yard. And I lasted a full day. It smelled so disgusting. They picked up like uh, the, the garbage from Yankee Stadium, which if you can imagine like the beer oh, and, yeah. and hot dogs and buns like fermenting, it's just, I couldn't handle it. So that was a great lesson to, uh, you know, maybe focus a little bit more on my studies. And I uh, eventually, I, I taught myself how to program and build websites. And uh, I was I was still young. I was 15 years old. How am I going, going to get a job? I just uh, I found a bunch of startups in New York City that were close by to where I, I, I was growing up, and I redid their homepages for them. I had plenty of time to spare as a high school student, and I sent it to them. And I said, if you are if you like this, let me know, and I, I would love to come in for an interview. And one of the companies got back to me and gave me a job. Amazing. And uh and I, I spent a year working at a, a New York City tech startup and understanding what entrepreneurship was. Uh, uh, when I was 16 years old, as you mentioned, I was affected by a brain tumor and nearly losing my life. Um, and, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm comfortable with talking more about it if there are specific questions you have, but I'll, I'll just skip to the entrepreneurial part. Nearly losing my life, uh, I, I ultimately. Um, I, I had a different perspective on life saying like, what is the best way for me to be able to make the biggest impact? And that entrepreneurial experience I had had 
it kind of clicked with me that being an entrepreneur is the best way for me to be able to positively impact as many people as possible. So I think that those two events essentially solidified. And I decided to study at NYU Stern to learn business to then kind of set the groundwork for me to become an entrepreneur. I love it. And your passion, I can see it through the screen. Everyone out there, that is a great lesson right there. Follow what you're passionate about so you can make the biggest difference. What year did you launch this business? Uh, the current business, Novos. Yeah. So the current business, so I, I had the idea for it about five years ago. So that'd be about 2018. I filed with Delaware in 2019, but uh, then there was a couple of years of R&D. And so we didn't release our first product until January of 2021. That's amazing. So you're on your way now. And I mentioned in the beginning, you raised a whole lot of money and funding. If there's a listener out there who wants to raise capital, wants to get some funding, what's a piece of advice you can offer for them to get started? Sure. So we technically have raised more than, than what you had said. We uh, uh, More recently, we, we raised about $5 million so far. Thank you. And uh, a piece of advice, I, I would say overall is to uh, keep your ear to the ground and listen very carefully to, to your customer uh, or customers, prospective customers, uh, and, and take a an MVP type of, of, of approach, a minimal viable product approach. So create something very, very simple that you think is solving a consumer's problem and then put it out there in the wild to see if it is actually solving problems and then listen very carefully. What do they like? What do they not like? What would they like to see? And collect enough data from enough people so that you can be fairly confident that your next step is going to be the, the right one. And then it's really just an iterative approach, one step after the other, after the other. You might have these very big, grandiose visions for what your business can be. And that's great. That's like the North Star that guides you. But then you always need to live in the now, in the today, and focus on what you can get done today and, and listen to the data, let the data guide you. I love that. I typed up here in the notes, as we we're saying, getting that feedback, getting the data to support your mission. Very, very important. Thank you for sharing that, Chris. But while we're on the topic of helping others with advice, what is one resource that's helped you along the way, help you find success, whether it be a book, an app, a workshop, something you saw value in? Uh, I, I'd say, well, uh, I'll give you um, I'll give you a book and I'll give you a, a podcast that, that I like. So uh, the book is uh, just on the same theme of what I just shared would be uh, uh, the Lean Startup. Uh, Lean Startup really talks about the concept of a minimal viable product and really goes into depth about what I just brought up. And I think that that's a really good guide and it really transformed how I thought about building software when I was starting out in my career with with uh, with Hotlist and then future uh, subsequent startups. Uh, it, it really changed how I was thinking of, of building something, creating something. Uh, and then the podcast that I really like right now is uh, it, it, it dabbles in other categories beyond just entrepreneurship, but it's it's for uh, entrepreneurs. Uh, sorry, for for venture capitalists, of, of, a couple of which are entrepreneurs, uh, called the All In Podcast, and uh, it, it it digs into uh, you know business issues, political issues, uh, venture capital funding. Uh, and so on. And it, it's just really good, high level uh, intellectual conversation about business and success and, and the world that we live in. 
Thank you for sharing that. Um, now, let me ask, when in the day do you typically find yourself listening to podcasts? There used to be on the show, I'll interview other podcast hosts and talk about all these podcast stats and stuff. When do you find yourself listening to it? It's either uh, the beginning of the day or the end of the day. So uh, the, I start my day typically with with a run uh, before going to the gym. And during that run, I'll oftentimes listen to the podcast or at the end of my day, I, I close my day with a walk and I'll, I'll listen then. Very cool. Thanks for sharing. And now that you've been with this company, you've been raising capital, you're on your way. What are some of the challenging parts you find of running your own show to help our audience out there facing the same hurdles? I'd say one of the biggest challenges that I face now is a different challenge than I've ever faced before. It's we, we have a distributed team. So in the past, all of my startups, we had an office and everyone was, was local. Uh, now uh, with COVID and also after I, I had spent about six months as a digital nomad, I was inspired by that. And so uh, the combination of those two factors led to me deciding to start Novos as a distributed team, which has a lot of pros and in, in one one of those pros is that we can attract the best talent in the world, which is especially important for us when it comes to science. We don't want to only have people in New York, for example. So we have the best scientific talent in the world. Uh, but uh, there, there are uh, it's it's harder to have that that the dynamic conversation, if you will, like the the um, the water cooler talk um, yeah. or that relationship building that you would normally have when you see the same faces and the people face to face every day. So that's a challenge is figuring out exactly how can we insert those types of moments, those types of experiences into the company, into the company's culture, into our workflow, into our communication. You know, uh, we, we are going to be meeting up all together in New York uh, in, in just about three weeks from now. And, and so every every uh, five, six months, we're in either New York or Miami is what we've been doing. Maybe we increase the frequency of that, but we also think need to think of digital tools and processes that we can do to, to further enforce it. I love that. And I think you just highlighted a lot of great things, including the pros and cons of having the mobile team. And I think you definitely filled in a lot of blanks for individuals out there. You get to attract the best talent in the world. Um, so you're in the Northeast and where is the furthest employee from you? Uh, furthest uh, was, uh, as of recently was Singapore, but he Very has cool. now moved to Portugal. So he's still, he's, he's not, you know, a quick subway <laughs> right away, but he's, uh, he's, he's getting closer. That's awesome that you get to connect with people all over the world, work with them, experience their culture. I That's what I love about this show too, from people all over the world sitting down. I try to dig a little bit into where they're from, provide our audience with getting to know our guests. There's that much more. Before we hop into this spotlight story, is there anything else you'd like to share about your com current company? Excuse me. Sure. So as you mentioned, we're a consumer longevity company. I would say that we're actually a consumer longevity biotech company, which is uh, almost a, a brand new category in and of itself. And so what do we do? We focus on the biological causes of aging. Scientists over the past decade have uncovered what's happening on the microscopic level that leads to us getting older. And when we get older, it leads to higher risk of disease, uh, whether that be cancer or heart disease or dementia, diabetes, and so on. Uh, and then higher risk of mortality. And it also makes us less physically and cognitively capable, as we all know, right? And so 
the the concept is to try to address these biological causes of aging, all of them simultaneously head on. And we work with world-renowned scientists from Harvard University, MIT, the Salk Institute that are experts in these hallmarks of aging on a genetic level or on a biological level and using natural ingredients that are available over the counter that have been found to impact these hallmarks of aging and to do so in a synergistic way to slow down the aging process. When I say biotech, I say that intentionally because we invest a lot of money into third-party research studies of our formulation that have found great things like in an in vitro study that we reduce DNA damage from um, from irradiation, we reduce DNA damage from chemotherapeutics. Uh, another study uh, was a case study where we found that people who take our product, uh, 73% of them slow down their biological rate of aging, which can actually be measured through something called the epigenome. Um, and 100% of people uh, had either, um, I should say zero people actually accelerated their pace of aging. So 100% of people either maintained or slowed down their aging. So uh, we're we're very innovative. We're, we're an entirely new category that hasn't existed uh, more than, you know, prior to us launching, essentially. Uh, we offer biological age tests, like I mentioned, where you can do an at-home uh, quick blood prick of your finger and then figure out how old you're, or sorry, how rapidly you're aging or how slow you're aging, which can be impacted by your lifestyle. 90% of your aging is based on lifestyle and only 10% is genetic. Uh, and then we offer a lot of free information. So we're a public benefit corporation, which means that I have the public interest in mind when I build out this company. And so we offer a lot of free services, like something called face age, which you can find on our website, which is AI that yeah, will tell you how young you look and your skin health markers, and then gives you tips for improving your skin health. Um, more than 150 scientifically referenced articles about how to slow down your aging for free with lifestyle tweaks and so on. So a lot of resources that you can find at novoslabs.com or on social media for uh, Novos Labs. I was just going to ask, please share your social media. We'll go back to it at the end. I think that's incredible work. Congratulations on your success, but thank you for doing work that just benefits so many people out there. Who is your ideal customer? I would say everyone, really. I mean, if you if you consider how how many people in society end up getting sick before they pass away, they get sick from some some uh, chronic illness. Yep. In, in the United States, especially, there's this idea of your health and your lifespan. And although lifespans have increased over the past few decades in the United States, uh, the health span has not increased at, at the same pace. And the result is people are getting sicker earlier and having at least one or more chronic illness for eight, nine, 10 years before they pass away. And that's just terrible. And so anything that you can do to try to uh, slow down your rate of aging, as we say, be younger for longer, uh, everyone should be doing. And so the, ideally, you know, of course, I, we would love if people purchase our supplements, but if they don't at least follow the guidance that we give, which is completely free for what foods to eat and which foods not to eat, how to improve your sleep hygiene and, and get better restorative sleep, which can reduce your risk of cancer, heart disease, and Alzheimer's, uh, physical activity. Not every type of exercise is ideal for longevity purposes, follow our guidance on that. So um, I think it's, it's really important for everyone 
to consider looking into longevity so that they can be younger for longer and, and not feel the pain that you and I have both felt from, you know, in, in my case, from from a from a you know a, a diseased state, but neurological harm, you know, like we both experience that. Uh, it's it's very painful not only for us but for our loved ones. Yes. Do whatever we can uh, to to uh, reduce the risk of it or at least delay it for as long as possible. Yeah, thank you for sharing all that and how to get there, everyone. Again, it's novoslabs.com. I'm checking out the website now. Very impressive site. And as you said, there is a lot to offer. So after the spotlight story, head to that website. But we are going to dive into it. I'm excited because of all the expertise our guest is going to be able to give to us. As always, scroll down in the show description to follow along with us. And it is eight important lessons from leading entrepreneurs. <clears throat> It's no secret that starting a business is hard work. And if you want to start a business, you should be prepared to work harder than you have ever before. But what if you're not sure where to begin? If you're in this boat, don't worry, you are definitely not alone. Here are some tips that will come in handy helping you on your journey. I'm going to go over the eight bits, go over one or two, and then bring back our guest of honor. Start a business to change the world. The first step toward accomplishing your goals is to figure out what they are. Entrepreneurship requires you to follow both scientific and artistic pathways. If you have a new idea or can improve an existing one, make it happen. Get the ball rolling and keep it moving. As time goes by, add more goals and dreams as they become more concrete. Don't wait to start making progress. Make a plan and get going and find an audience. Some of the ones I definitely want to touch on here. Where did it go? Number five, get the ball rolling and keep it moving. Everyone out there, just start somewhere. The best time to start is yesterday. It's wishing you already were. That's something I do in my free talks for Hillsborough Community College. The best time to start is now. I stress that heavily. To scale your business, you have to have a plan and put the plan in action. In this modern era, with many innovations and advancements in tech, staying ahead of competitors is a vital tool in surviving in any industry, hence the need to observe market trends to be timely. The other one I'll touch on before I bring him back on, because this is something he brought up, following science, entrepreneurship requires you to follow both scientific and artistic pathways. Entrepreneurship is a science that demands addressing the most vital questions at the most critical moments and looking for solutions as soon as possible. Searching for a product's market in the beginning of the science of business, they all make up the larger strategic planning business people use before launching their products and beginning their ad campaigns. I mentioned eight key points here. What are some of your takeaways? Yeah, I'd say one that that really resonated with me was start a business to change the world. Uh, that's that's yes. essentially what I'm I'm striving to do. Uh, you know, you 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 briefly mentioned in the introduction how I had a startup out of college called Hotlist that uh, you know it, it scaled very well. We had companies like Google and Facebook and another company in Asia that was uh, very interested in acquiring us. Ultimately, the company in Asia indicated they wanted to acquire us, put a, uh, you know, a, a, a acquisition price on the table. Um, I would have been a multi-multi-millionaire at 26, 27 years old. Ultimately, they pulled out of the deal and I uh, had 
invested all of my life savings into my business. So I had no money. And, uh, and then my apartment, as you mentioned, was also robbed. So all of my valuables were taken and I was at rock bottom. And that, that was a period when I really started to reflect and think about like, well, why am I an entrepreneur in the first place? Is it, is it like all about money or fame? Right. Uh, what do I really want to derive out of this? And I was, it was kind of like peeling back an onion uh, of these different layers of myself and the things that I thought were true about my life and about life in general and uh, the my purpose and my drive. And by peeling back this onion and getting deeper and deeper, I realized that ultimately, you know, money, like fame and fortune isn't really going to bring me anything at, at the end of the day, but uh, helping people uh, and helping people to be healthier um, selflessly others and selfishly myself, all of this will, would actually be a, a wonderful pursuit. And so that, that was when the seeds started to germinate for what is now Novos. And then it eventually, um, uh, blossomed into what we, we now have. I love the ambition. I similarly want to just do good in the world. I'm using my story the best I can. My story and experiences help start these podcasts, help me create my mental health books for kids. I just love to do my part. And I think you're certainly doing yours. So I want to thank you one more time for stopping by the show. Everyone out there, check out his episode on a mental health break, depending on which one comes out first. He'll be a double dipper, a two-time podcaster. One more time, it's novoslabs.com. Novoslabs.com, Novoslabs on social. And I have a personal blog, slowmyage.com. I'm on Instagram as well as slowmyage if you'd like to just see the geeky experiments I do for, for slowing down time, if you will. I appreciate you sharing that, everyone. Be sure to go check out his content and be sure to head to YouTube for the video clips from this episode. The show is At That Entrepreneur Show on Facebook and LinkedIn. And with that, we're signing off here. Thanks so much. Thank you, Vincent.